the Denver Nuggets, they get one of the best wins of the season, taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. You get a clash of the Titans, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jamal Murray continues to show that when it matters most, when the game is on the line, he's a player that will show up time and time again. Yo, this was potentially a clash of the NBA Finals that a lot of people are looking forward to. So we will continue to see how the Nuggets continue to rise to the occasion. We're going to talk about all that and more here. Locked on Nuggets. You are locked on Nuggets. Your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is your host, Wiper, with Locked On Nuggets. So glad to be here with y'all today. This is your team every day. Hope you're having a great day, man. The Denver Nuggets, man, oh man. They continue to show every single game that they're just about their business, man. This was, from start to finish, a really compelling game. The Denver Nuggets end up beating the Milwaukee Bucks 113-107, and it did not look pretty to start the game. It didn't at all. With 425 remaining in the first quarter, the Nuggets were down 26-13. to And for many of us, especially myself, Giannis Antetokounmpo is one of my favorite players in the NBA to watch. He's one of the best players. He's arguably one of the consensus top two players the last four, five years in the league. And this is a player that you always want to show up and give your best against. And the Nuggets haven't seen the Bucs since last season in Denver, I believe, in March. And so in this game, man, you were really excited to see these two Titans class because you know Giannis is going to be ready to go in Denver, Colorado. And also, you got Doc Rivers' debut. And really, man, the Nuggets came out super flat. They couldn't hit any shots. They were giving up anything and everything to the Milwaukee Buckshaw. So what the Nuggets have done at the, at the stadium, by the way, at the arena, when you look up top now, they've added the offensive rating. They've added turnover percentage, assist percentage, free throw rate, all that stuff onto the Jumbotron. Uh, that way the coaches apparently can look up and they can see all the information they need to look at. And, y'all, when I was looking at that, up until like the 425 mark in the first quarter, man, the Bucs had like a 174 offensive rating. The Nuggets had like 80. It was terrible. And it looked like potentially it could have been another New York Knicks situation, but obviously it didn't feel that bad. But the start of the game wasn't pretty at all. But, y'all, the Denver Nuggets, man, they were able to put it together. And literally from 425 on, when they were down 26 to 13, the Denver Nuggets outscored the Milwaukee Bucks 100 to 81 over the course of the rest of the game. Man, the Nuggets, man, they just continue to show and continue to prove that there's levels to this. There's levels to how they're going to play. There's levels to how they're showing up. And I think a lot of this is the Nuggets, man, when they're playing versus elite competition right now, they're showing up and they're showing out and they're playing extremely well. And this was a really fun game because you got a chance to see Jokic go out there. Jokic had 25 points. 16 rebounds and 12 assists, 10 of 25 from the field, one of six from three, four of five from the free throw line. But he had two blocks and three steals in this game. He was a plus nine in the game. They won by six. So Jokic didn't shoot well. He was missing a lot of shots. And at first, you know, he was trying to get the floaters to go and get some of those hook shots to go, uh, but he wasn't able to hit them. And then Giannis on the other end also wasn't shooting well at all in the first half. Giannis was 5 of 11. Jokic was 4 of 11. They weren't scoring super well at all. Uh, but Jokic ends up with an 
great triple-double. He just kept pressing in the second half. He has 16 points. Uh, really just a dominant performance from him in the second half, especially in the third quarter, fourth quarter as well. Giannis Antetokounmpo this game, 37 minutes played. 29 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists. He was 11 and 19 from the field. He made a crazy three-pointer after he got a free throw violation for taking more than 10 seconds at the free throw line. He missed the, he shot, he made the shot on that, but it didn't count. Then he missed it. Brooke Lopez gets the rebound. Giannis gets the ball out into the left wing. Somehow thinks a three-pointer, which was just it was crazy when it happened. Uh, but thankfully the Nuggets were still able to pull away. Uh, he ended up having one block and one steal as well. He was a minus three. End of game, uh, they could not win those minutes when the Nuggets uh, were putting the starters on the court, especially. And both of those players, they gave individual different things. You know, Giannis's numbers weren't as good as Joker. Um, Joker, again, if he makes a just a regular amount of his shots that he makes this year, he's making 63% from twos, I believe, on the season, 36% from three. Then, you know, his scoring looks even better than what it was. And the game is also not close uh, just because he just could not finish. Even some of the mid-range shots that he was getting, uh, he was seeing a lot of hands and it was really, really physical at first. Uh, but a really great game from the two superstars. Uh, Damian Lillard for the Bucks, 35 minutes, 18 points, three rebounds, and five assists. Five of 13 from the field, two of four from three, six of six from the free throw line with one block. He was a plus one in his minutes. Now, Damian Lillard, if you did not know, if you were not aware of, he is a Eastern Conference All-Star starter over Jalen Brunson, over Trey Young. And a lot of people were surprised by that. You know, it's the fan voting that really gets you over the top, um, plus the player voting and plus the media voting, but it's the fan voting that does a lot of that. And Dane Lillard, man, he, him and Jamal Murray have had some really epic battles over the last several seasons, and especially, obviously, in the playoffs in 2018-19 season. And Jamal Murray, in every way, shape, and form, just absolutely outplays Damian Lillard and almost doubles him up in points. Jamal Murray, 36 minutes played, 35 points, two rebounds, five assists. He was 13 of 22 from two-point range today. 13 of 22 from two-point range. Jamal Murray got to the free throw line 10 times. 10 times. He was 9 of 10 from the free throw line, also had two steals, and he was a minus three on the game. Some of that was those stagger minutes. Jamal Murray was dominant, man. And when Jamal's playing like that, and he feels confident, he feels good, he's trusting the process, there almost is just nothing that you can do in order to deal with him, man. So really just really shout out to Jamal Murray. He was incredible last night. And I actually had a talk uh, with Adam uh, about him before the game, man. And he just has all the potential in the world, man. He's, you know, he could be one of these superstar guards. He continues to work on things, continues to continue to get better every single year. Man, he has a really, really promising future and like he's only 26 so like sometimes you forget how old he is but you know 35 points is nothing to sneeze at and even if you're playing the bucks who don't have a great defense they especially don't have a great poa which is point of attack defenders which is typically your guards or your wings even though they don't have the strongest defense and you still have to show up and for you to outgun damian Lillard like that huge deal michael porter jr had 13 points and eight rebounds he was six of 14 from the field one of three from three including a wide-open three-pointer that everybody in the arena thought that he was about to hit. So really just truly a great game um, from Porter. He's a good two-way player this game, too, man. He got – him and Peyton Watson got a steal on uh, Chris Middleton where they both trapped him, and Chris panicked. He saw all this hype, and he didn't know what to do with the ball. 
turned the ball over. Peyton Watson added the ball, sent it to Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter gets a transition score. Defense was good yesterday as well. And again, you know, Porter shooting over 40%, I think, over the last half of the season. So it's not that he's not shooting well from three-point line, uh, but for whatever reason yesterday, yo, planked it. And everybody was shocked. A good game for him. KCP, man, continues to show that he deserves first-team all-NBA votes uh, in terms of first-team all-defense. 34 minutes, 12 points, two assists, one rebound, five of nine from the field. He was also 0-3 from three. But he was 2-2 from the free throw line, had a steal. His defense on Damian Lillard, his defense on Giannis when they were switching times, his defense on Chris Middleton, his defense on Malik Beasley. He just does it all, and he doesn't shy away from any matchup, no matter how it looks or how good the other player is, man. So really, KCP, man, just an amazing game yesterday. He was really, really, really excelling as a ball denier yesterday. And chasing in basketball, if you don't know, is when you're a chaser, it's when you're a trailer. So say the offensive player is trying to run off a DHO, they're trying to get around to a screen. Really, it's the defender, KCP's responsibility to stay as close attached to the hip as possible. That way you can help them uh, to your defense, meaning like to not have to break and put everybody everywhere else. And like, you know, you lose your man, now Porter or Gordon or Murray or Jokic is all trying to defend the three-point shooter. But when you have somebody who stays connected and is a great chaser, doesn't give any daylight, doesn't give any airspace when they're trying to do that. And then when you get into a 1v1 break-you-down situation, KCP can more than hold up. So... Really, really good game defensively from him, especially. Aaron Gordon yesterday, great defensive game, 25 minutes, eight points, six rebounds, and two assists. Two of six from the field. And he was one of two from the three-point line yesterday, three of four from the free throw line. He also had one block on Damian Lillard, y'all, which was crazy. Uh, towards the end of the game, uh, the Denver Nuggets were trying to close out the game. And, I mean, they were up a little bit. And literally, man, Aaron Gordon, Dame tries to get by him, does. Goes up for the layup. Aaron Gordon passed the ball off the backboard. The ball somehow ends up ricocheting off Dame, and Dame is standing out of bounds after the ricochet, and it's off of the Bucks Nuggets ball. And he got the foul trouble yesterday because, again, he had to deal with Giannis. You know, he ends the game with six fouls, but I think the thing is, it's like he was doing his best to battle. And especially since Dame is a, a, a great at a grifter, uh, getting to the free throw line, which he did multiple times versus uh, AG yesterday. Giannis, too. Like, you've got to be really strong with Giannis, but Giannis, because he's moving 100,000 miles an hour, he's going to run into you. He's going to fall at times, but, like, he's going to try to create contact to get to the basket, and you got to be disciplined. So, AG played a really good game yesterday, y'all. But, y'all, uh, I'm telling y'all right now, this, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to come back uh, because I need to talk about uh, somebody in particular, man, because he is just having a spectacular run right now where he's continuing to get better and better. And it's really changing the trajectory for the Denver Nuggets, y'all. So we'll be back for segment two. Talk about the Denver Nuggets. So, y'all, we got a brand new sponsor, y'all. So here's where we are. So... When you can play without downloading anything, you just go to appquiz.com. This episode of Locks on Nuggets is brought to you by Quiz. Today, we're going to have some fun, and we're going to test your team's knowledge. So when you go to Quiz, literally, Quiz with three eyes, it's the next generation of trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money by playing knowledge games. And for Locked on Nuggets, Fans, they've created the NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash 
play with friends or other fans, and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading anything. Just go to app.quiz with three eyes.com and start playing today. NBA Quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I cannot wait uh, to tap into this because you know when you're doing trivia with your friends, doing trivia with your family, this is going to be one of the funnest things to play as the Nuggets are playing this year. So go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes, just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.com, app.quiz.com, where fans become champions, y'all. We'll be right back here, segment two, Locked On Nuggets. Woo! Man, I'm telling y'all, we're back here for segment two. You know, we got to talk about my boy. We got to talk about my boy. You might even be able to put it in the chat. If you're watching this after it went live, you probably already know who I'm going to bring up. Peyton Watson. Crazy. Peyton Watson is continuing to show his value, man. He's just one of those dudes. He's one of those dudes that you hope that you can find in a draft that later around that you feel like got like tremendous upside. Somebody that you can utilize, somebody you can build around, and he has been special. Peyton Watson yesterday has six points, four rebounds, and two assists. He was three or four from the field, one field. He was a plus 14 in the game. They won by six versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Peyton Watson has made key plays versus the Clippers. He's made key plays versus the, the Bucks. He's made key plays versus the Celtics. Like, the dude is like, continuing to show versus the elite level competition, there's a role for him. And one of the special things that he did yesterday is that when Peyton was forced to guard Giannis because he was playing the backup four, he held up. When Peyton was forced to guard versus Damian Lillard, he held up. And when he put him on Chris Middleton, he held up. And a lot of this is like, you just ain't going to find players that have that kind of upside. Like literally, when you look at NBA.com, uh, which is synergy, it's what they utilize. Uh, the primary matchup data for uh, Peyton Watson when he was guarding Anasat Stakumpo. Yo, he literally, bro, he was uh, two of five from the field when Peyton Watson was guarding him. And Peyton Watson did a really good job of stonewalling him on multiple occasions where Giannis was trying to drive and finish, and Giannis scored over him. Like, of course, that's Giannis Antetokounmpo. But what Peyton was showing is that I got enough in me. I got enough versatility, enough want-to, enough will, enough size where – I can continue to try and play really high-level defense versus a lot of these really good players. And then Damian Lillard tried to take a lot of isolation one time. Dame tried to bait a foul, ends up slipping, ball falls out. Peyton uh, forces a steal, turnover. They throw the ball ahead to KCP, and KCP finishes in transition. It's just little stuff, man. Like, whether it's the blocky out of the rim versus OG Ananobi, whether it's the defense versus Kawhi or PG or Kevin Durant or Devin Booker, or Shea Gilgis-Alexander, like we're going to see tomorrow night. He just does so many different things, and it just makes them that much more difficult to deal with. So really shout out to Peyton Watson, man. Uh, Reddy Jackson yesterday had nine points in 20 minutes, five assists and two rebounds, three of seven from the field, one of two from three, two of two from the free throw line. He was a plus 15, game high. Reddy Jackson, man, when he, especially when he's at home, uh, but Reggie Jackson has really been able to add a lot of value to the team. And, you know, while he is not as consistent as you want him to be sometimes, you know, which is cool with basketball, he's a role player, but 
he's providing value. And for him to be a plus 15 uh, when you're playing versus the Bucks, who they also have a little bit of issues with their defense, with their, not just their defense, but with their bench, he just did a lot of really great things, man. He even had like kind of a late clock, mid-range pull-up that he hit that was really important for the overall flow of the game, man. So really just shout out uh, to him. Uh, Christian Brown didn't score. No point for Christian. Played 17 minutes, though, but he had six rebounds. He had one assist. He was three of seven. Sorry, he was 0-1 from the field. But Christian Brown, with no points, with no points, and with one assist, Christian Brown was a plus 10 last night. Now, again, if you're playing with Nikola Jokic, then you're more than likely going to have a positive plus minus. So he was definitely staggering with Joker. But he was giving really good effort on defense. He was playing with really good intensity. He seemed to be more locked in physically yesterday, playing high-level defensive basketball. And, again, his ability to switch, not the same level as Peyton, but between Watson, between Chris Middleton, between uh, Damian Lillard, between Malik Beasley, to go be a closeout player, to be a help side player, to be able to navigate man-on-man ISO defense, like he's moving his feet and stuff. He played a really good game yesterday. And I think for me, I just want him to continue to find little ways to impact the overall flow of the game. Find ways that you're going to be able to utilize your strength your physicality, your speed, your athleticism. And again, you can do that, which is hard work. Like just hustle, hustle to the rim, hustle to the man. Make sure that you're locked in. Make sure you're studying all that other stuff. It's really important because when he's able to be the defender that we know that he can be, I mean, it just makes it to where other teams are already having to deal with so much because of the different Nuggets offense, but now because of their defense on the perimeter, because they're so deep at that position, it just adds so much to the overall process. So a good game from Peyton Watson. DeAndre Jordan had a dunk on Giannis yesterday. It's crazy. He ended the game in eight minutes, five points, and he had two rebounds. Uh, he was a minus two in this game. Only got really one step for real. But, again, man, the Nuggets have two veterans, and they got a bunch of young guys on their bench. So you're going to get some influx because these are bench players towards the uh, end, middle to end of their career. Uh, and then you get people that are very young that are on the up- upside, like Peyton and Christian and Julian Strasser. They're all on the upside of their career. So it's just about figuring out, like, what I'm supposed to be doing, when I'm supposed to do it. And they really did such a tremendous job of that overall yesterday. And, again, if you look at cleaning the glass, which will tell you some of the numbers for the game, Nuggets held the Milwaukee Bucks to a one to 107 points, they went to a 108.1 offensive rating. 108.1 offensive rating. Now, the reason why that's so important is because now, because the Nuggets are playing so good defensively, the Nuggets in the clutch, y'all, they have like a 93.6, I think, defensive rating in the clutch. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more, too, but we're going to get into some, like, some of the MVP conversation and everything else. But the fact that the Nuggets have a set defense they can continue to turn to that aids them so well, and you got the chance to see that yesterday, uh, really, it just continues to set them up uh, for true success. So overall, really good game yesterday. Very hard fought. Every team was competing a lot. Uh, Doc Rivers also was trying to make some things happen. Uh, Jokic had stretches in this game in the third quarter where he completely took over 
and down at the game. Jamal Murray in the second quarter had five straight scoring possessions on his own from the mid-range and from the rim just because he is just so able to maneuver and navigate, especially versus these really high-level teams. So, y'all, really great game. Uh, but we're going to get into this here in segment three, the final segment of Locked On Nuggets. We're going to talk about some of the MVP conversations. We're going to talk about some things, some numbers about the Denver Nuggets and currently where they are. But, y'all, we'll be back here for more Locked On Nuggets. So, y'all, Super Bowl is here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring in the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. Yo, you got the Chiefs versus the 49ers. This is going to be a huge game. We got a rematch of a couple of years ago. It's going to be a huge game. But now you got Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayu, George Kittle. Versus Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and a bunch of great role players on that roster in the lead line. That's a lot of stuff to sort through. It's going to be a really, really fun game. But, y'all, make sure y'all plug it in because this is going to be a great opportunity to plug some really, really great bets in into this game. I think I'm taking Kansas City, but I would not be surprised if the Fort Niners win. Now, you can bet on who will win the Super Bowl with 58. But FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if you if your first bet is $5 or more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports partner, sports partner of the NFL. So, y'all, this show uh, is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, I know this is a really, really, really interesting time of year uh, for a lot of people. It's a new year. A lot of people have made a lot of different commitments. You're trying to find ways to cope through loss and through new relationships and the loss of relationships. Your work situation might have adjusted or changed. It's a lot of stuff to think to. And we can get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding what we're already doing right. Now, maybe you finally organize one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you to find sort of strength so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. And I think for me, therapy has been important. Talking to people has been really important. Being able to work out trauma, also extremely important, man. And so if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA to get $10 off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. We'll be right back here. Locked On Nuggets. Now, here we are with the final segment of Locked On Nuggets, y'all. And y'all, I don't know if you knew this, uh, the MVP odds, they continue to move in Joker's favor. The MVP odds continue to move in Joker's favor. Now, here's the thing. Embiid has played incredible this year. There have been a lot of incredible players that have played this year. 
But some of this is, is that Embiid is now playing 33 games. Joker's played 47 games. That's a 14-game difference. That's a huge, huge, huge amount of games. And I think, personally, that if you're looking to really tap into this MVP conversation, there is a great way and a true path for Joker to really take over this race and continue to move up. If I had to place kind of where I got the MVP sorted right now, uh, minus the B because of the games played now, I would say Nikola Jokic is one, Shaco's Alexander two. I would say Luka Doncic will be up next. I'll have him beat at three, but Luka Doncic will be up next after that. Uh, or Giannis. Uh, really, those two are really flippable. You know, Luka Doncic is averaging 34 points a game right now on 61 through shooting. Crazy. Giannis averaging 31 on like roughly 65 through shooting. And he's also been one of the better defenders in the league. And then you got Jokic, you know, who's averaging 26, 12, 9 on a 65.5 through shooting. And I think last 20 games prior to last night, a 74.4 true shooting on the year. So the thing is, there's so much talent right now. And you got a chance to see it work in perfect harmony when Jokic and Giannis went head to head. Because they play really hard when they play each other. They don't play around. They don't mess around. They're trying to win. And they're trying to do whatever they can to secure the victory. Now, a lot of y'all might remember... Uh, the the qualifying uh, where Giannis played Jokic in Serbia, and that game went crazy. You saw two great players go back to back to try to do anything and everything they could in order to secure the victory. So I think that right now, Jokic, man, he just continues to move up. And it's just the way that, like, he's manipulating the game and the way he's playing right now that he's just continuing to get better, better, and better. And he's just making things work. And he spoke really highly of Giannis, by the way, as well, man. He just wants everybody to know, like, Giannis is a winner. Giannis trying to do everything that he can to win. He's trying to will his team. And he spoke really highly of the fact that Joker really is just continuing to elevate his game. Giannis is elevating his game. And SGA, though, is the other one. SGA is my wild card. He's my wild card. If you haven't paid attention to it, well, hold on, and then let me answer this too, uh, Nadine. Uh, so, again, prior to last night's game, like I said, he's had a 74 true shooting. I mean, it's been like it's been like 70, 50, 90 splits. And so I think some of this, yeah, it could be his eye for sure, obviously versus your hopefully that's not going to be something that's lingering anything crazy. But obviously I don't think he would be playing if it was obviously too serious. But uh, Shane Gilgis-Alexander, like I said, uh, he's the other cop. That dude is a baller. He is a straight baller. Like, the way that he is just continuing to manipulate defenses and the fact that he's averaging 2.2 steals a game as well as a guard. Like, just think about the fact that, like, when you're – I mean, Chet's their best defender, but, I mean, SGA is second on that roster, and they're, you know, one of the best – Defenses in the league, one of the best offenses in the league. And a lot of that's just up to shake. And SGA is just like so transformational with how he's dictating pace and what he's doing on the court on a night to night basis. Shea goes Alexander this season, he's averaging 31.3 points a game, which is insane. 5.6 rebounds, which is insane. 6.4 assists, which is insane. And a 65.0 true shooting, which is insane. 
like high scoring volume, high level of efficiency. Insane. And I think that this race is going to be one of the most interesting just because Sam B does continue to play. Say he plays versus a lot of these teams that are not like super great and he plays them at home and he continues to stack those wins. That's a big deal. And Embiid's going to have a lot on his side. Uh, it's the fact that he was just able to continue to dominate despite the knee injuries. The fact that he was able to recalibrate after losing James Harden. It's just so many different things that he's done at such a high level that I think that I would understand why people make an argument for him. But again, I don't think, though, that you could win MVP if there is that large of a games played argument between you, you and the next best person, you and the other person. Uh, because at the end of the day, at some point, you got to like, have a conversation about like value. Like, what is valuable? What is valuable? Playing. Playing basketball is valuable. Being available for your team is valuable. Making things happen for your teammate is valuable. Making things happen for your teammates defensively is valuable. And the fact is, is that you can do that every single night more often than the other person can. Then you're continuing to show, like, you know. And I think Joker, you know, the difference is right now with him is he's not coasting because I don't want to say he's coasting. But Joker is for sure put in a mode where it's about how do I help my team secure these wins, give great effort and attention. But then on the other end of this, I want to make sure I'm not burning myself out for the playoffs. But I'm going to play. And that's the great thing about Joker, man. And it's a great thing about Giannis, honestly. If Giannis is healthy, he's going to play. And he's going to be one of the best players in the league. Uh, also, other news, uh, the NBA announced the Riding Stars game, the sophomore versus rookies. Peyton Watson did not, did not uh, make the Rising Stars game. So it looks like Jokic is going to be by himself this weekend yet again for another NBA event for the All-Star. And hopefully he finishes by himself again um, and just continues to, to take over. So I'm really excited, man. This is going to be a great stretch of the year. The All-Star game is coming up uh, just in a few weeks. And I think Joker is going to continue to make his presence known. The Nuggets are going to continue to move forward. They got the OKC Thunder tomorrow. We will have another episode coming with you tomorrow. And then they will have two games versus the Portland Trailblazers this week as well. But y'all, can't remember, it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure y'all tap in. Hey, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. This is your boy Swiper here with Locked On Nuggets.